It's another edition of Brewski Chaser. And here's your host, Leif Johnson. Hey guys, just a quick intro into the show. I know we've been gone for a long time. Uh, This is going to be a special episode. We're going to talk about the Fat Tire and Friends collaboration from New Belgium Brewing. And we've also got a couple of interviews, not really interviews, but a couple of snippets from some of the breweries that were at the Craft Beer Festival in Savannah a couple weeks ago. The first part is going to be the Fat Tire and Friends, and then we're going to end the episode uh, with a bunch of sound bites uh, from these breweries. So that's going to be what the episode is. So when we're done with the tasting room portion, uh, stay tuned. It's going to be like another five minutes or so. Really quick bits uh, because these guys were very busy that day. You know, very thankful that they that they let us take them aside and, and grab them for a couple of questions. So uh, enjoy the episode. We are riding out Hurricane Matthew currently in Savannah. And I'm editing this down and, and making this, trying to get it out before I lose power. So I'm trying to get this one done and the, the other one done. So that we've got two coming out for you this weekend. So thanks a lot, guys. Uh, Look out for the next one here. Uh, Hopefully this one will be out, like I said before, I lose power. Um, And we'll talk to you soon. Welcome to another episode of Brewski Chasers. We have been on probably the longest hiatus, but we are in the brand new tasting room, version 2.0. I couldn't be more excited about it. Had to spend my life savings on it, but we are up and running, and I think it sounds incredible. With me today, returning again for another round of epic beer tastings, we have Cotter from Rock 1061. How are you, sir? Uh, Sir, it's good to be back. Uh, The room looks fantastic. I I love the setup. This is great, man. Today in the room, we're a little bit behind the curve I think everybody else has reviewed these beers but we are going to take a look at the fat tire and friends and I think that that is a great way to kick off this new tasting room we got the six beers all the collaborations I'm looking forward to this Uh, before I really knew what craft beer was fat tire was probably the first craft beer I ever had Uh, I've always enjoyed this beer and looking at the list you have on these uh, collaboration packs. I'm super excited to try all of them. And Fat Tire, that's a staple of the yeah. craft beer community. Anybody who doesn't know about craft beer, they probably have heard of Fat Tire. <laughs> they true. probably ordered a couple, not even thinking about it. Of course, New Belgium coming from Colorado, the mecca of craft beer itself. But let's get into it. We are going to first start off talking about the original Fat Tire because we just need a place to start before we dive into the variations. I think that makes sense. And of course, the original Fat Tire, an amber ale, and it really is the standard of what an amber ale should be. Yes. I always get a little bit of caramel to it, and I think that's the one that always stands out to me when I'm having that Fat Tire. Because a lot of amber ales, what's going to happen is you're going to add too much malt to them. You're going to make them a little bit too malty. They're going to they're gonna taste a little weird. Uh, but this one is not. This one is a nice golden haze color, uh, a true mark of what an amber ale should look like, and it's not going to have that over caramelized taste to it no it's it's a perfect caramelized taste it's not uh, overly sweet by any means uh it's it's a good intro if you want an introduction into craft beer this is a safe place for you to start exactly because you're going to go right from you know if you drink a yingling lager if you're one of those guys you go to this you're probably not going to miss much of a beat if you don't know correct the taste at all you know you're probably going to miss that kind of lager taste but you'll get over it very quick yeah, this is this is always a solid beer, and uh, I'm excited about these collaborations. Really kind of a cool way to celebrate uh, an anniversary or celebrate a brewery like New Belgium. And what is it? 25 years. Yeah, dude, 25. That's crazy. Starting on, and, and I believe their first one was the Fat Tire. I think so. I mean, it's like their flagship. It makes yeah. sense. All right, getting into it, we have to find a place to start because there's so <laughs> many. Uh, there's so many here. Where? What are you looking for? There we go. 
on the bottom it has Cotter. Where should we start? Wow, I don't know. I I don't think you want to start funky. Um, I think the best maybe the Rhine guys, the fat pale ale. The Rhine guys fat pale ale. I think so. Let's do it. All right, the Rheingeist uh, Fat Pale Ale, and it actually looks very similar in it color really does. to the original Fat Tire. That's a good beer. It's, it's a really good beer. It's very refreshing. It's it's yeah. not overly heavy in anything. It's just a nice, crisp taste. And it does. It takes that variation of yes. the Fat Tire, that amber. You give it a little hop injection, and that's what you're going to have. If you if you can picture in your mind or picture in your tongue <laughs> a, a hoppy amber. Fat tire version. That's what this is. It's as advertised. Uh, Rheingeist, I was first introduced to them uh, by Jake Jakerson. Yep. He brought in some uh, Rheingeist, and, and I have not had one that I've disliked. And this may be my favorite. This this is a solid. solid Jake Jakerson, he's not going to be joining us today. I think he might be a little butthurt over the Bengals' performance today. <laughs> uh, he gave us the text and said, guys, we're, I'm not going to be there. Something came up. Who knows what that could be with him? Um, but yes, Jake was the one who introduced us to Rheingeist, uh, and they, they're a big brew. He showed me the pictures. He yeah. took some videos when he was up there recently. Huge facility uh, oh, nice. at Rheingeist. Uh, an A effort. Yeah, I an, think an so. An A beer. I uh, think it's a great place to start with all this. I, I think they did a great job. Nothing too flashy, nothing too fancy, nope. they, just a good beer. They took the beer. They put a spin on it. I'm not exactly sure you know, where they were trying to go. Right. Um, you know, haven't talked to the to the brewmasters. Not sure, but I'm I'm sure it has to do with something. You know, taking this beer, yes. doing a little bit of a spin on it, and seeing what makes seeing what makes the fat tire the beer itself special. And right. I think this brings out the best qualities of that. Agreed. Where do we go next? What's uh, our next destination, yours, man? Get on the bike, and we will go. Hmm. Let's see here. We had the fat pale ale. I guess we have to go with Fat Hoppy Ale. I'm down with uh, that, man. Fat Hoppy Ale from Firestone Walker Brewing in uh, Peso Robles. Probably butchering that one. My Spanish professor will have a heyday. But I believe Peso Robles, California. Firestone Walker Brewery. I like what people are doing with these IPA or hoppy hybrids, whether it be adding fruit to it, whether it be a hoppy lager or a pilsner. I think... It was a great evolution of the IPA. And your favorite, you put a little uh, put a little coffee in it. Oh, dude. <laughs> that mocha IPA. I mean, anything that you can collaborate with the, the bitter and the hoppiness, I'm a huge fan of. So, I, once again, I'm looking forward to all of them. But the, this one this one should be good. Fat Hoppy Ale, again, from Firestone Walker Brewing. Let me get a clean glass. Can't wait. As part of the new tasting room, was looking for the glassware. Finally found it. It's on order, so we will not be drinking out of these janky <laughs> uh, makeshift tasters anymore. All right, so according to the brewmaster at Firestone Walker, he said, uh, it's the West uh, West Coast Hopping, my favorite amber original. Okay. You can smell it. Oh, you got that hops right off the bat. You can smell that right off the bat. It's taken the fat, pale ale that Rheingeist did and upping it just slightly with a, a beautiful hot back end. Gosh, I'm so glad we knew so much about beer to know where to go next. Because <laughs> this is where you go next oh after the Rheingeist. Oh, so good. Because it, it's not yeah. overly bitter. It's just got a beautiful hot flavor to it. A beautiful... I, I, it's amazing. And it doesn't lose... Again, we go back to the color. It's got the same color yep. as it. And you don't lose that amber kind of malt Not flavor. at all. Yep. And you add those West Coast hops. I mean, whew. <laughs> Gosh, this is... I mean... Can this can this uh, can this uh, variety of beer uh, this this pack always be released? Because I, I would buy this every time every I went to the store. <laughs> Holy crap, man! Oh, it's good. It's so good. 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to move on. I don't want to be disappointed now. But where do we move on? To, where do we get onto the bike This and is ride? where it gets interesting, right? I mean, the, the first two were, I don't know, uh, collaborations that made sense. Yep. They're an obvious evolution. The next three are, are a little bit more off the wall. Now, here we go. Now, for the listeners at home who are not familiar with this pack, we still have yet to go the Fat Sour Apple Ale from Hopworks Urban Brewery, Fat Funk Ale from Allagash Brewing, and we have the Fat Wild Ale from Avery Brewing. Uh, now, two of these breweries, I've never heard of Hopworks. Nope. Um, that's a lie. I've heard of them. I have never had a beer from okay. them. Uh, Allagash, of course, we've had many yes. uh, from Allagash. Yep. Um, and uh, Avery, we've had some from Avery as well. Yes. I, gosh, I think the next logical step, the Sour Apple Ale. All right, A little bit of fruit, right. but not that full funk flavor we'll get with the Fat Funk Ale. Works for me. So let's see here. What is that? Hopworks Urban Brewery out of... Portland, Oregon. Oh, nice. Now, one thing that I am happy so far with these collaborations, I was worried that they would just scrap the whole flavor right. of the fat tire and use their house yeast, you know, their house flavors, right. which I'm not opposed to. Most of these have a wonderful uh, house profile, but it doesn't taste like they have. It looks like they looks like they use the house yeast, the house malts from New Belgium, sorry, to really make this ale. Especially in the uh, hoppy ale from Firestone Walker. Uh, you got the, the hops in the back end, but you also got that caramel from uh, the fat tire. So, I mean, it really tasted just like a, a hoppy fat tire. Okay, according to owner and brewmaster of Hopworks Urban Brewery, beer in the front, apple in the back. Surprised by the lack of apple in the nose. I thought it would be yeah. a sweeter smell. Mm-hmm. Not there. I don't really get much apple. I don't know about you. I get, I get apple. Do you? Okay, I, do I don't get, get the apple. apple. Um, I'm going to disagree with the brewmaster about beer in the front, apple in the back, because I get a good combination of everything. Um, it's not one thing that hits my tongue first and changes the flavor later. Right. It's a consistent, for me, it's a consistent flavor throughout the beer. Uh, it's not overly sour, but it, it's got a nice little bite to it. Uh, I think I would like it more if, if I wasn't expecting a sour apple, because to me, I didn't get it, but it's a nice sour spin on the I'm fat sure. tire. Because once again, you get the you get the caramel from the fat tire. Yep, you get that caramel. You get that crisp apple flavor. I, I actually like this. I do get this one okay. um, a lot. It speaks to me. <laughs> uh, I think this, man, I'm just impressed with all three yeah. of these so far. I don't dislike this by any means. I, I Like I said, it's a great sour version uh, of the fat tire. I, it's a good beer. All right, so we have two left. I think we go with the Avery Brewing next. The, the Fat Wild Ale. The Fat Wild Ale. I think so. I think the, I think we ended on the funk. You think you ended on the funk? Yes. All right. uh, according to Avery Brewing, uh, their comment about this beer, we made fat tire only bretter. Brittier or bretter? Brett. Bretter. Oh, brettier. Oh, yes. the brett. Okay. Yeah. So we got some brett in here. And that actually makes sense because on the use fresh by date, this is like... Till 2008. <laughs> this one is the fresh, will remain fresh of all the beers, but we've got that Brett in there. So when the zombie apocalypse hits, this is the beer we will be enjoying. Now, of course, Brettomycin used in a lot of sours, uh, a lot of wild ales, uh, good aging, a good aging agent. Uh, Nose-wise, this one smells the closest to the fat tire to me. Mm, yes. you, you really get that, that amber, yep. amber smell. And this one is a little bit darker yep. um, as well. This is I, So far, this is the darkest yes. uh, of them all. I like that. Ooh. It's almost Saison-ish. Yes. Not yes. With, without the extreme peppery of a Saison. Yeah. But that's what it reminds me but of. But it does have a spice profile. Yes. It has a distinct spice profile. You still get that base fat tire. Yep. 
but then a spice profile. Dude, I like that one too. That's good. That is good. And you can, can you, hold, let me, I can barely taste the bread. Yeah. Sometimes bread has a very distinctive flavor. Uh, for me, not in this one though. Yeah, that's, a, that's another solid collaboration. Uh, a really interesting spin uh, on, on the fat tire. All right, and last but not least, the <laughs> Fat Funk Ale from Allagash. Uh, according to uh, Rob Todd, the founder of Allagash, he says, we're taking Fat Tire on a ride with the yeast of the east. And this is the easternmost brewery of the collaborations. Might right. be the easternmost brewery in the continental <laughs> United States. Uh, of course Allagash being in Maine. So all this uh, tasting of these beers is doing is making me want to have uh, this type of collaboration uh, with other like established beers. Yes. You know go to Stone and, and grab one, grab like the ba- Arrogant Bastard and let people do yeah. their own twist on it. You know that kind of thing. I'm all about that. That I mean that's what I want. That's what I want now. That, that, that's all I want out of life. Oh we seem to be having a carbonation problem on this one. I just think you screwed up the pour in the first one. Oh, I don't levels. think so. You are, <laughs> I've been pouring all day. You definitely get the the farmhouse kind of smell to it. Okay. Uh, not overly not overly funky, but it, it's definitely there. Just waiting for mine to calm down again. Again, I had a little <laughs> carbonation problem. Of course, not the problem of the operator itself, you know, but with the conditioning of this one particular bottle out of millions that were made. <laughs> But, of course, an overcarbonation problem is much better than an undercarbonation problem. Did you get a little sip of it yet? Not yet, but look, but look at the car. <laughs> There's it all, is a, it's a car. It's it, a, is it's, a, it is heavily carved. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, th- there is definitely that, that farmhouse funk to it. Yep. That is your closest to a Saison. Yeah. Uh, are you getting fruit notes from it? Let me try another drink here. Maybe a little bit on the front end. Because on the back end, that's where yep. I, the funk, I guess, for a lack of a better word. Now, there's an ingredient out there that I know is popular, and the name escapes me right now. But it's going to give you a banana flavor, and that's I don't what want I'm. That. And that's what I'm getting from this. No, I, I thankfully, uh, for those of you who don't know, I despise bananas. Ooh. I am not getting that at all. What are you getting? A fruit note from it? it it's just kind of the, a sweet, a fruit sweetness okay. in the front end is what I'm getting. I love that one too. It's good. I, I probably my least favorite out of. Sure. Uh, the selection we had, but but not something I would say, no, I won't drink anymore. No. Uh, it's still good. Yeah. I'm really actually surprised because you get, again, that fat tire sure. base yep. and those fruity notes to it. I mean, just what, uh, again, color. Yeah. Right on. Just great collaborations all around. I, I'm really impressed the, with uh, the fact that they were able to keep uh, the basic fat tire-ness to all of these beers. I mean, it's they're definitely a take on a fat tire. It's not a, a new beer. I mean, it's a fat tire done in the style that these guys have chosen. I, I'm really impressed with each one of these beers, man. They're they're all really, really good. What do you think? What would you go back to if they had one of these on a tap? Um, if you walked into a bar and you said, man, I really wish they had one of these on a tap, which one would it be? I'd go back to the, the Fat Hoppy Ale, man. I'm, that I'm Fat a, Hoppy Ale. I'm a big fan of those IPA or hoppy hybrids, and, and this this is a, an excellent one of those. Man, I, you? Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Gosh, that Fat Wild is good. This Fat Funk is good. Oh, boy. Man, that fat sour apple was good. These were all good. <laughs> Just pick one. Oh, I, Rheingeist. Oh, to me, I think really? shines. At, yep, 
I would not have guessed that one for you if you have choice. Ryan Geis would have been, which one would you have guessed for my choice? Uh, I would have gone with probably with the, the sour apple. Would you would have think sour. That, that's the one I would have thought you would have chosen. <laughs> but no, dude, the, the, the fat pale ale from Ryan Geist, it's good, man. I, I think the reason that I like it so much is that it's just subtle yeah. enough to me. And if I'm going to look at these collaborations, because if I'm going to go in and they said, no, we don't have regular fat tire, but we do have this, that's what I want okay. to drink. That's the, it's the closest sure. to the fat tire. Now that's not saying the, that's what everyone was going for. And that's certainly not the point of this project. Right. I don't think, but I think to me, it just, it was just enough subtlety on that original recipe to just say, man, you guys, I think improve the fat tire. Ooh, it's a bold statement. Ooh, sir. A hot take bear. <laughs> uh, do you think any of those to you did that as well? Uh, like maybe, you know, like, I, I would probably, <laughs> I would probably, if you had to say, here's a fat tire, here's the fat hoppy ale, or even here's the fat pale ale, mm-hmm. I'd probably choose those over just the flat, a straight up flat tire. Because it, okay. mean, yeah. it had the, it had the, the hoppiness to it, the it, bitterness that I like. A little, yes. Yeah. It's got that, just that something extra. And I think those two beers added something that just improves on the recipe. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, just a bit. But I, I think they just added that yep. little thing that the other ones didn't. Still great collaboration beers, but just gave it that little nudge. Just right. that little thing that, you know, you may find missing right. in the fat tire. Right. Great stuff. Uh, awesome beers. Awesome collaborations all around. We couldn't be happier. Uh, and just some things that we want to go over. We have another podcast coming up uh, that Cotter, myself, um, and the, if he's ever present, Jake Jakerson <laughs> are going to do. It'll be a wrestling podcast. It's going to focus on all different aspects of wrestling. We're going to get listener mail. We're going to talk about some of the local scenes of wrestling. It's going to be kind of a, a more centered Georgia Savannah podcast. I like it. But we're going to talk about national topics as well. You know, we can't not talk about the WWE. We cannot talk about uh, what's going on in New Japan wrestling. So promotions like that are certainly going to get the love from us as well. Um, so look out for that. Uh, what do I have to plug? Uh, our friends over at Riverdog are continuously churning out the beer every Friday. They have a new selection. You don't want to miss that because you never know what they're going to have. It's always usually fabulous. What am I saying? Usually fabulous. It's always, <laughs> it's always fabulous. fabulous. Before we go, though, uh, I've got one more segment of the show that I want to do real quick. And I want to talk about the Savannah Craft Beer first. Oh, okay. Uh, Cotter, what were your thoughts? Um, you know, I, I, I like it. It's, it's a good beer fest uh, for the area. It, it felt a tad bit smaller this year, um, but I like, I love the fact that it was all inside. I know that was because of Mother Nature forcing everything inside. Yes. But I, Which, I, thank you, Mother Nature, uh, for that. Big I, shout out. Right. I mean, I, it, it felt like it was just one big beer fest instead of one on the outside and one on the inside. Um, there were some really, really solid beers. And my favorite beer from the whole beer fest, though... Uh, was Coastal's mm-hmm. uh, the Cocopina? Cocopina. I, I mean, I the fact that I I'm saying that it, that Agosa was one of my favorites or my favorite from the Craft Beer Fest is kind of amazing. But it was my favorite from the Craft it's, Brew Fest. It's incredible to hear that Cotter's favorite beer was anything <laughs> other than a stout, right? Uh, or a stout with hops in it. Oh, even better. Even better. Um, yeah, I I agree with that as well. My favorite was the Atwater. Was it the Atwater? Yes, it was Atwater's Decadent Double Chocolate. So yours was a stout? Or was Mine was a stout. What the heck? We flipped the What's script going on in this there. Um, but yeah, it was it was really exciting. Um, we had a whole lot of fun beer week leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, Night of the Beer Geek yes. uh, at the distillery uh, for that. And if any of you are ever in Savannah, big shout out to the distillery. 
They do awesome events, uh, great stuff there. Night of the Beer Geek, which is usually the night before mm-hmm. the Craft Beer Fest, was no exception. We had just about every brewer, low country, coastal empire area there. And we had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, Scofflaw Brewing made it there, uh, probably the newest brewery mm-hmm. in, in Georgia. Total success on the Craft Beer Week in general and the Craft Brew Fest. We're not on hiatus anymore. We will be bringing these podcasts to you back regularly. And we can do a whole lot more things as well. We're going to have interviews for you. We're going to be, again, we'll always be on site. Uh, coming up, Austin is going to be back. Uh, Austin was from Red Hair. Um, is going to be back on the show. I'm going to see him in two weeks. So we'll get some thoughts from him on what's coming up in the craft beer world, what's coming up from Red Hair. And we're going to update the website, finally. That's been on hiatus uh, for a couple months You were moving, man. It's I know. We're, I get it. It's, you know... But it was definitely neglected, um, and we're, we're going to get back to that. We're going to get the new ale trails up. Uh, we're going to be doing a Jacksonville ale trail. We're gonna oh, take nice. A trip, we're going to take a break from Georgia. We're going to dive into Florida a little bit and go into Jacksonville because it's just local enough that we need to, we need to get there. There are some solid beers in Jacksonville. Green Room is a fantastic brewery. And I think we're getting green room here. Oh, uh, that excites me. Uh, hot, don't quote me. Hot tip, and I'm not going to tell you where my source is from on that because <laughs> I don't want him to rip my nuts off. Uh, but I, I think they're coming into the to the area as well. They've been working uh, hard uh, with my unnamed source uh, to get in there. So uh, look out for them. Uh, look out for the Jacksonville Ale Trail. Look out for a whole lot more content because we're going to be doing a lot more exciting things uh, now that we're not in some janky uh, pseudo studio that was in my living room. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope you're as excited as we are. I'm Leaf. Cotter. Thank you again, Cotter, for coming in again. Cotter, Rock 1061. We'll see you next time. Happy chasing. What's up, guys? We're here with Jason from Orpheus at the Craft Brew Festival. Uh, he is the head brewmaster of Orpheus Brewing. Uh, you know how much we love their beers. They're so um, innovating. They're so just just incredible, like what they can do with a beer. Jason, what's next for Orpheus? Oh, man, we're just trying to grow, put out as much. We've been putting out a lot of barrel stuff in the last month, and uh, we're just going to keep doing that. Awesome. Uh, anything that's coming, like any seasonals that are coming in the pipeline? We had your coffee Minotaur. Um, anything that's next to be bottled? Um, we're bottling Minotaur in actually this week, so that'll come out in a few weeks. Sycophante uh, is our fig sour. We brew that in a couple weeks. So we're oh. going to release that and the last year's cognac barrel version. Oh, nice. Uh, which has been in cognac barrels since last year. Okay. So we're going to bottle that at the same time. Awesome. Now, is the is the Sycophants, are you going to be canning that for distribution or is uh, that? Bottling. Bottling. So just bombers for that one. Yeah. Uh, Awesome. Uh, Orpheus Brewing, you know him, you love him, uh, and I'm so excited to talk with Jason. Thank you for taking some time, man. Good talk. Appreciate it very much. What's up, guys? We're here with Scofflaw Brewing, and I have Travis. You are the the brewmaster of Scofflaw? Awesome. Um, so we have Travis here, the brewmaster of Scofflaw Brewing. Uh, you guys just opened a month ago, is that yes. in Atlanta? Yes. Uh, full open tasting room? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, and you just started distributing day one in Savannah. Are you... Atlanta, Savannah area? Uh, brand new to uh, brand new to Savannah and okay. Atlanta before that for the last month. So okay. yeah, we're still brand new to the scene all in all. Awesome. Uh, what do you what's next for you guys then? You just opened up, what are your what are your plans for expansion uh, or just gonna continue to, to you know grow our footprint uh, in the in the area and uh, continue to work out what it is that people want to drink. Awesome. Uh, any seasonals upcoming that the people can look out for? Yeah, we have a, a, a series of beers called Solitary. Uh, it's going to be a single hop beer. Um, our first our first one is 
all mosaic, but we're going to follow that up with an all Simcoe beer and all, you know, all a, we'll just showcase a, a certain hop awesome. every time. Um, and then we've been tinkering around with some of our some barrel aged stuff that uh, we've put, got some stouts and a, another dark strong ale, uh, both in um, Buffalo Trace barrels. And then uh, we're starting our sour program up uh, pretty much as oh, soon awesome. as we get back from this. So we've got a lot of things oh, that are wow. coming down the pipe. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. That you guys you guys are going big real fast. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's cool our, stuff, man. That's our uh, goal. Travis, thanks for taking your time out, man. Um, no problem, man. Glad this uh, whole thing came together despite uh, Hurricane Hermine and all that stuff. So thanks a lot, man. Yep. What's up, guys? I am here with Brian from Natty Green Brewing out of Greensboro, North Carolina. Brian, tell us what the brewery has coming next. Uh, we have our fall seasonal coming out soon. It's called Thicket IPA. It is a multi-amber IPA. Uh, we want to do something a little different. It's not an Oktoberfest or pumpkin. So, uh, like I said, it's a malt profile with a hot finish. It's very good. Awesome. And uh, you know what you guys... We had them in the uh, the tasting room the other day, tried their beers, uh, wonderful stuff, much better off the tap uh, than the bottle age that we had. Uh, so uh, we're enjoying them here at the Craft Brew Fest, really happy that this came together with Hurricane Hermine and everything uh, that was going on. Totally excited for their beers, brand new in the area, so if you have not checked them out yet, do so. And we're really excited for what they have coming down the pipeline. Thanks, Brian, for taking the time out today to do that. Cheers and thank you. Guys, we're here with Mike from RJ Rocker Brewing. Mike, what's next for RJ Rocker? Well, man, we, we've really been working on uh, quality control the last two years, and uh, we added our chalkboard series about a year ago, and uh, we've got a bunch of one-offs coming out to end the year. We've also got some barrel-aged stuff. We have a seasonal called, uh, excuse me, it's our um, Black Pearl. We have a barrel-aged with that with Woodford Reserve that we release on Black Friday every year. And so that'll be coming out right down the line pretty soon. Awesome. Are they coming to Savannah? Oh, yeah, it'll be okay. here in Savannah. Limited, limited quantities. Okay. So, uh, you know, just check in with the website. And you can check uh, C2C on okay. Rockers, C2C on Facebook and Instagram. And that's the letter C, T-O-S-E-A. Okay. And uh, you distribute in Georgia... North Carolina, South Carolina? Oh, we're, we're in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Northern Florida, Tennessee, Virginia. Okay. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Uh, any plans to expand from there or are you guys? Yeah, our next expansion will be all the way through Florida. We're just okay. waiting on a couple things on that end. Very cool. Very cool. Any expansion up north? Uh, well, right now we're with a broker that distributes okay. throughout up north. So, I mean, you, we've, we've been found in Iowa. We've been found in Connecticut. Okay. It's one of those clearing houses Excellent. that kind of buys two tractor trailer loads okay. at a time and then splits it up. Very cool. RJ Rocker, really good stuff, and we're really excited uh, as they move up to the north and further expansions. Thanks a lot, Mike, for taking time. Thanks for taking the time. Uh